This week, we take a virtual visit to the Magic Kingdom and play some trivia. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Hello and welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun. Whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most out of your time in Florida. Whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Sunshine State of Mind is brought to you by SunshineStateInsider.com, your resource for Florida travel news, tips, and reviews. And SunshineStateShirts.com, where you can find fun Florida apparel and more. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. Hope everybody is doing okay. Yeah. We've been hanging out a lot lately, huh? We've been seeing a lot of each other lately. Yeah. Are you sick of me yet? I was going to ask you the same question in, in that exact way. <laughs> because uh, I noticed that neither of us are answering the question, answering the question either. <laughs> what is no. this? Uh, week I, two of... I'm not sick of you. Week two of flatten the curve. Yeah. Stay home and... Stay home and uh, stay six feet away from everybody else. Well, you know, I was just saying, too, that like the kids, you know, there's they have a few friends in the neighborhood that they're good friends with and that they always have been. And and um, they've been hanging out with their friends. They've been outside. They've been riding their bikes They're As we speak, they're like building a fort, you know, out of palm fronds. It's like. When you came like, in, I'm like, it's the 1980s all over again, the way these kids are acting out there. Like, it's cool. They're yeah, not, at least they're not, you know. It's great. I'm just, I'm hanging so out glad on their phones that all they're day. not on their phones. They're not watching TV. They're just, and I, I mean, I think that's because, I mean, the phones are available and the TV is available and it always has been, but I think it's just like, you can only, there comes a moment where you're like, okay, I got to do something else, you know, cause I've been stuck inside doing the same thing for so long that now I'm going to go build a fort out of palm fronds for crying I, out loud. I, I have been um, like absolutely germaphobe Howie Mandel freak about making them wash their hands. Literally every time they walk in the door, I walk outside, yeah. everybody put on some uh, hand sanitizer. Well, and and when, if they go, you know, if they go over to one of their houses, wash your hands before you go in, yeah. wash your hands before their you kids leave. come yeah. in. I'm like, I, it's like, I, w- I wish they were walk through some sort of like uh germ screening area or something like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> but what can you do i mean you can't uh yeah I mean, you can't I put them in a dog crate and tell them not to go anywhere i mean well i'm i i'm just excited that they are having some fun yep. you know during this time making of the best what, of it what could be just a very i mean it's a very very sad and depressing time for a lot of people a lot of people are stuck in their homes you know and they don't know what to do and there's a lot of isolation going on. Going so. for a walk helps. Going for a bike ride helps. Yeah. I was out last night just taking a, a I went on a long walk and uh, just to get out of the house after yeah. a long day in and definitely helps. Good for the mental health. Get out of the house a little bit. Go yeah. For a bike ride. Um, so today we are going to take a little bit of a mental health break because uh, we're going to, despite all the bad news and going on and there's been some more of it. Last week um, we did an episode about certain things that were closed and the very few things that were open and now it seems like even the few things that were open last week they're now closed are gone gatorland is now closed for a while uh the state parks all closed the state beaches all closed yeah 
Uh, that one kind of surprised me a little bit. Um, and now, uh, Universal. Right, right before recording this, Universal announced that they are closing through April 19th. Yeah. No word yet from Disney World, but I'm sure that's going to come out very soon, too, as long, along with everybody else. Yeah. Extending I mean, the closures, it, which I think we kind of knew. It doesn't seem to be ending anytime soon, you know. So... So today, just make the best of it, and well, today we're hoping to take your mind off it so a little bit. Today we're going to visit. Um, is it the happiest place on earth, or is it where dreams come true? I think this. I is, think it's the dreams come true. Yeah, Disneyland is the happiest place on yeah. earth. So this is going to be a little bit of a distract a distractify type of episode. We're going to do because there's really not a whole lot of. Um, current events to talk about or trip reports or reviews or anything that we've yeah. done to talk about so we're going to uh we're going to go to the magic kingdom today and we're going to take a little virtual trip around the magic kingdom okay and i have 15 trivia questions for you shannon I'm and uh, we're going to learn a little bit of trivia and some maybe some things that aren't as well known as as uh they may be. Maybe there's some, some, you'll learn some stuff about the Magic Kingdom here. I hope so. Well, are there any that I will know? I think there's a few that you will know. Maybe some of them that you, or maybe, maybe I'm surprised if you don't know, if you, maybe there's some of these that uh, I think you might know, but then when I ask you, you'll be like, I won't know. I, I, don't, I didn't know that. <laughs> um, and then we'll just kind of learn some, some trivia about Magic Kingdom around the, around the park today. Uh, we may be doing a few of these uh, type of things, trivias and yeah, top tens. Yeah, the next and, few weeks. I mean, past I think these are reviews. fun episodes to do anyway. So yeah, we've got we always get good feedback when we do a re, uh, one of these trivia episodes. People yeah. think these are fun, and we haven't done one in a little bit of in a little while. So right. Um, so let's go to the Magic Kingdom today, Shannon, and okay. uh, learn a little bit of uh, fun facts that and trivia around the way. So uh, I set this up as sort of a virtual trip. So we're gonna walk through the front door. But before you do that, don't you want to talk about? Um, our Amazon. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're, <laughs> we're going to break for commercial and uh, call out the listener purchase of the week and a good way to support the show. So our listener purchase of the week this week was a pretty good one. It was a a DJI Osmo pack, Pocket handheld uh, gimbal with an integrated 4K camera bundle. <laughs> like that's a long. That's a lot of words. That's a lot of words, but this is like a little handheld. Um, it's camera. like a, It's like a. Well, it's like a. Is it a cam- is it an actual camera? It's a camera that's built into the gimbal that you can walk oh, around. Oh, okay. And, and it's, it, I think it's supposed it, to like in 4K make and, uh, it so that it's not so wobbly while you're walking, right? Right. It's a gimbal, so it keeps it's like like a little mini handheld Steadicam. Not everyone knows what a gimbal is, though. Yeah, yeah. like a, like a little handheld. Uh, it keeps your camera steady. Anti shake yeah. camera and with the camera built in, shoots 4K. So someone who's out there walking around uh, taking adventurous videos, there you go. It's a Thank really cool thing. Thank you very thing. much. Thank you. And a great way to support the show is to uh, come to our website, podcast, sunshinestatepodcast.com. Click on the banner on the right side that says shop with Amazon. And anything you buy there, toilet paper, hand sanitizer, <laughs> whatever, survival gear. They give um, us a little commission. They give us a kit, a little kickback. So thank you so much. It doesn't cost you anything else. You can also check extra. out sunshinestateshirts.com, which um, we've had a few purchases yes, there thank as you. well. Thanks to anybody who's bought a, yeah. a shirt from our and we're gonna store. we're talking about getting some more designs up. Yeah, there. I've been a little bit um, slacking on the designs. I put a, f- a handful up at the beginning, and then I kind of um, I have to get back into. Yeah, that. we need to do that. So. I got lots of time right now. We're kind yes, of hanging you out, do. <laughs> hanging out indoors. All right. Um. So let's take a little trip to the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. We just rode the monorail or the the boat. Right. Ferry. The ferry, and we've just showed up the front door. Mm-hmm. And the year right now, Shannon, is 1971. We're back in time. It's opening oh, wow. day in October of 1971. I wasn't even alive then. Neither was I. Neither was I. I wasn't alive. <laughs> this, this is before our time. Yeah. Um, it's like when your parents used to say, back when I was a day. Yeah, back in my day. 
a hot dog at the ballpark costs 10 cents. So you just walked the, through the park. Right. And you bought a ticket. It's I'm, 1971. Yep. How much did that ticket cost you to enter the Magic Kingdom on opening day? I have these. Oh. Are all, these are all multiple choice. Oh, thank goodness. There's a couple of true or false, but these are all multiple choice. Okay. I'm ready. So that folks at home can play along. Um, so was it $1? Okay. $3.50. Mm-hmm. Five dollars and twenty-five cents, mm-hmm. or nine bucks. October of 1971 on opening day. A dollar, tree fifty, five twenty-five, <laughs> or nine bucks. So I'm almost positive that it was not nine dollars because that's that's pretty expensive for back then. And I remember it being quite inexpensive, like surprisingly so. And not that nine dollars is expensive, especially for it nine nowadays. bucks is what a movie now, a cheap movie now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with three fifty. Three fifty, that is correct. Yay! So in 1971, it cost three fifty to go into the park, which is that's less than a Coke now. What is a Coke like a four bucks? A bottle of water is like four bucks. Uh, you mean in the park? In the park. Okay, I was no, like, not... I, you can get a bottle of water <laughs> for yeah, <laughs> for no, in the park, twenty five cents at Costco. <laughs> Uh, what's wild is I did a little inflation calculation, and three fifty. In 1971 was the equivalent of $22, a little bit roughly $22 today. Oh man! So, so that's so it, it's it's uh, hasn't gone you know in accordance with inflation. It's exploded past inflation <laughs> because it costs uh, the cheapest ticket now is 116 bucks. Yeah, and which is about five times 22. So the the real price to get in there has gone up five times since then. Yeah, $22 then in 1971. That's um, Taking, you know, that's 85, 80, it's close, it's over $80, well, close to 90 bucks. If you bucks do, if you take a do it like as five times, then five times what, 350 would have been about 15 bucks, $16. Yeah. So that would have been equivalent to what, $116 is today. Um, do you want me to pull up an inflation no, calculator? No, right but my math is almost always incorrect so if if you're listening to me and thinking that's not right you're probably right it's probably not right yep so <laughs> get out your inflation calculator and whatever that was so 350 in 1971 to enter the park 22 dollars. it's yeah. funny because i seem maybe i'm wrong i seem to remember in the 80s a ticket being around 25 or 30 dollars like that was the face value yeah i remember that too um because for a family of four that'd be a hundred dollars right. to go to disney which is not insignificant you know, at that time. No, n- now it would be cheap. Right, but, right. But then it was like, whoa, right. you know. So anyway. It's gone way, 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 way up. It'll be interesting to see if that comes down in price. Um, What's next? Because they keep on inflating the prices. You wonder if they're going to actually have to kind of dial it back to get people back. All right, so we've entered the park. Yep. Uh, we've gone through the main gates. We're now in Main Street, USA. So the opening Main Street USA was kind of designed, you may have known this, as the opening credits of the park. When you look around, all the storefronts and signs and things, they have real yeah. names on those. Those real names are actually real people yes. that helped um, build the park. Build the park. Yeah. It's considered like the opening credits. I did know that. So which U.S. town, Main Street USA was actually based on a real town, a real city. Yes, I did know this too. Was it based on, was it inspired by Mansfield, Massachusetts? Okay. Marceline, Missouri. Okay. Minnetonka, Minnesota, or mm-hmm. Missoula, Montana. Marceline. Marceline, you were very confident about that. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Marceline, that is correct. Ding a ling a ling. 
hey, I'm I'm knocking it Did out. Did you of the know park. that before I even said it? Before I even read you the answers? No, I, but I knew I was going to recognize it because I've gone into one man's dream many, many times. <laughs> right, <laughs> and there's an old picture of it of what it looked like right. then. Exactly. So I knew I would recognize it if you gave me the multiple choice, but I would never have remembered it just off the top of my head. Yeah, there's an old some old pictures inside one man's dream of what it looked like. And it, yeah, it looked like. Like Main Street, Main Street yeah. a little bit. And if you go there, you can go, you can still kind of visit it on Google Earth. And it, it looks um, like it's modernized a little bit, <laughs> but you can still see the the, the bones of it. Huh, I'd like to do that. I'll, there maybe is I'll do that after this. The old, there's an old um, Santa Fe Railroad Depot in Marceline that has been converted to a Disney museum that's there. Oh, so it's got his hometown. Cool. He's from there. I don't know if we mentioned that yet, but he, he spent a few that years of his sense. childhood there. And that's he was inspired by the downtown and turned that into Main Street. Mm-hmm. And there is a... Um, Museum there. Um, the Ameri- I don't have a question for this, but the American. this is a bonus question. The American okay. flags. Do you know anything that's unique or weird about the American flags? I know they're not actual American flags. Like they are, I think either they're missing a star, a couple of stars, or they're missing some stripes or maybe both, but they're not actual American flags. And the, the reason that they're not actual American flags is because they don't have to treat them as American flags because if they were American flags, they would have to... Um, I think take them up and down every night. That's and right. They have to fold them up and in a special way because the American flag you know, ha- has very specific, you know, um, respect that has There's to be paid rules, to it. Right. Yeah. Flag code. Yeah. All the flags are like they're not. They look like a real American flag from a distance, but like you said, they're all missing either a stripe or a couple of stars are missing yeah. or something. And it also because the the flag poles that they're on this not the big one the big one in the front is a legit real american flag and that's treated like a flag right the ones up and down the main they're actually street, lightning rods they're right? lightning rods yeah. too so if lightning hits them and hits a flag so it's, how much of a bonus do i get for that i will give you 100 points 100 points to gryffindor 100 points in a absolute miscellaneous points where the points don't matter <laughs> yep. i love that show i know here's a true or false one for you we're still on okay. main street true or false Disney pumps in artificial smells on Main Street and elsewhere for ambiance and to stimulate your appetite. Okay. So you're walking down Main Street and you smell that yummy smell, mm-hmm. things being baked. Yeah. Like, there's like the waffle cone smell down by the ice cream mm, place. You're and making me hungry. There's yummy smells at different places. Is that uh, is that being pumped in artificially? You know, how there's like the there's the old urban legend that like casinos pump in oxygen to keep you awake and like pumped up and hyped up Wait, i thought you just said it was being pumped in artificially no in there's a legend that las vegas oh. does that but oh. does, does disney do that here do they pump in smells artificially true or false i'm gonna say false and the reason i'm saying gonna say false is because they have people making those cones and ice creams and like they have baking and all kinds of stuff so it's probably i would think that like you would get those smells from those places you would, but this is actually true. Oh, wow. They have um, smell, they actually call them smellitizers. Oh, I, and thought, they are, I thought you were going to say smellerators. I don't know why. They're put in uh, some strategic locations along Main Street. The ones on Main Street pump out the smell of vanilla and baked goods because they want it to kind of smell like, you know, mom's kitchen, apple mm, pie, and yeah. vanilla. They want to get I you that, it. like, nice. That, that good mood. And, you know, smell is that sense that's connected to memory, too. So when you yeah. walk down there, you get that Main Street smell. And then mm-hmm. later on, you might smell that and think about Disney World. But um, they're not only used for pumping out, like, 
food smells on Main Street. The same equipment, the same like technology called the smellitizer. It's what makes the smell of Rome burning in Spaceship Earth. Yeah. It's the same thing you smell in uh, Soren when you get the orange. You smell the oranges, mm-hmm. or there's a scene now where the elephants throw dirt in the air, and you yeah. smell like that earthy dirt it's, smell. It smells like grass, like a like grass, mown like grass. a mown grass, yeah. right? And, and I, then also when you're going over like the there's like a Caribbean islands um, or Polynesian islands section where you it smells like it almost it smells just like beachy and fruity you know they say there's one in front of the Pirates of the Caribbean that does like a, a salty beachy smell oh. like, like a saltwater beach smell I don't know if I've noticed that one I haven't noticed that and I've never noticed this one but maybe. I'm just not remembering it. I guess the Winnie the Pooh ride, Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, has a honey smell in there that pumps oh, out. Oh, I don't remember that either. I can't think of what honey... I can picture what honey tastes like, but does honey have like a smell? Oh, strong yeah. Honey smell? has a smell. Yeah, for sure. sure. it does. Um, okay. So we've gone so down Main Street. I got, I got one wrong. You got one wrong out of 15. So you, that's strike one. Okay. Strike three, we keep going because I don't want to end. But I did get bonus points. You got a bonus points. <laughs> you got a bonus. Um, so now we've, we've gone down Main Street. Yep. We're at Cinderella's Castle. We're okay. in the hub of the park. Yeah. So Cinderella's Castle is, it's 100 feet taller than the one at Disneyland. Uh, this one's 189 feet. The one out there is only 77 feet. And yeah, it was... That's crazy. It's a big difference. And it was, it's, it's the reason it's not 200 feet, it's the same thing we've mentioned for... Uh, like Everest. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's the f- they don't want to put a little blinky light on top of right. airplanes. Uh, it was designed, it was inspired by the... Neuschwanstein Castle in Bavaria, Germany. So go Google that. And it looks like it. That's like kind of the where they drew inspiration for this. Mm-hmm. So there's been many times, Shannon, that Cinderella's Castle was sort of decorated differently for different events over the years. Mm-hmm. I think I told you at the time yeah. that they, they decorated like a birthday cake. Right. And I saw the pictures and I was like, what? It doesn't look... <laughs> that was it, crazy. Yeah, it did not look normal. No. And they put Christmas lights I out all over impressed. it. I was impressed. Yeah. No. Um... In, on November 16th, 2004, for one day only, the castle had a very unique experience, uh, unique appearance. So what was it? Okay. For one day in November, all the turrets were painted pink. The castle was covered in gift wrap. Okay. The castle was missing some of its spires. Or the castle was covered in toilet paper. What? <laughs> they were painted pink. The turrets were painted pink. It was covered in, in gift wrap, this like a giant present. This is for one day only. For one day only in November. The, the turrets were painted pink, covered in gift wrap. It was missing some of its spires, or it was covered in toilet paper. Is November like an anniversary month for for um, Magic Kingdom? Um, Not that I'm aware of. Okay. so Well, it opened, I'm what did I say, October? It opened in October of 71, so no. I'm going to say that it was missing some of its spires because for one day, sounds like maybe there was some construction going on or... Maybe a hurricane. They did yeah, take them down. Yeah, had to take them down. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't know. You're, I can tell by the way you're... T- you're I'm leading You're the leading me that this is not right. Um, but, but the pink, the pink doesn't make sense. Why would you paint it for one day? I don't know. Uh, the... The wrapping paper for one day—that sounds like a lot of work. What was the th- what was the fourth one? It was covered in toilet paper. <laughs> Who TP'd the, the, like the it was, castle? It, like, yeah, you'd look at it and it was TP'd. The castle was TP'd for a day. Uh, all right, I'll go with TP'd. Oh man, you should have gone with your with that one. I was trying to lead you the wrong way. <laughs> yes, it was covered in toilet paper for one day, and there was graffiti written on it that said "Stitch is king" written on the uh, side. That's funny because November. 
2004 was the grand opening day for Stitch's Great Escape. Oh, jeez. And there's a picture of it right here that I'm going to show you, Shannon, that uh, that you can see. And if anyone wants to Google Stitch's oh, Great Escape gosh, or that's funny. Castle Covered in Toilet Paper, by the end of the night, they took it all down. So it was a one-day decoration, the thing only. Wow, that's crazy. And that ride is now gone as well. So it did not <laughs> last long. I want to I, I want to see a close up of that because where did it say stitches what whatever on the left side you can kind of see like some graffiti there where it looks like Stitch wrote Stitches King in graffiti on the left sort of the, one of the left towers Stitches King <laughs> that's funny that's awesome that's kind of cool they did that for one day yeah That'd be a neat thing to look at and see and they tore it all down I mean oh, I guess. Yeah. Stitch is king. That's funny. I really thought you were going to guess the Spire one because I thought November, it's hurricane season. Maybe they took the spires down. Maybe they... Well, the way that you construction. were... I know you. I know you so well. The way you were like, yeah, you know, like a hurricane could... Yeah, you're like trying to egg me on. I'm like, yeah, this is not it. I can tell by the way that you're, you're encouraging me. I don't have a poker face. <laughs> so we've just passed the castle, Shannon. And we're going to walk to the left. And we're going to go into Adventureland now. Are you ready? Okay. For, I have two questions. Two or, I have a couple questions for every land too. So okay, cool. Um, this is probably my favorite little bit of the whole the whole thing. I thought this was really cool. So Pirates of the Caribbean wasn't even planned to be an attraction. Did you know that there was no intention of putting Pirates of the Caribbean in the Florida uh, park? Yeah, I did know that because it was it was at Disneyland and they hadn't planned on putting it here. But it was like I guess they got a lot of backlash for not putting it at Disney World because it was so popular at Disneyland, It was right? so popular, they thought, why isn't it here? So the, they put in a version of it here that's shorter. It's like a shorter, abbreviated version of the one at Disneyland. I've never been on the on the one at Disneyland, but right. by all accounts, it's way better than the one at the Magic Kingdom. I guess, silly reason, they thought that because Florida was close to the Caribbean, they thought we would have no interest in a Pirates of the Caribbean ride here. They thought, <laughs> oh, it's so close. It's just yeah. like... It's, we have tons of pirates here. Right. Like, they think the pirates are <laughs> still naturally here running around. Like, right, the Gasparilla right. Parade is a real thing. That's funny. Uh, but uh, that's the trivia question is, the ride, when you ride on it, it looks like it kind of feels like a bunch of random scenes, right? Like there's just pirates going on. Yeah. It's, it doesn't like, really feel like there's a story there, but there is. There is actually a narrative behind the attraction. Do you know what the narrative is of Pirates of the Caribbean? This is, I'm going to give you four answers. Okay. Okay. It's a dead pirate's dream. You've been sucked back in time to the age of pirates. It was meant to be based on a planned Disney pirate movie that never came out. Like or, Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah, like, but in the <laughs> 70s or 60s in Disneyland, they had a pirate movie okay. and it didn't, you know, okay. it never panned out, but it made the attraction anyway. Um, or it's a reenactment of Captain Morgan's sacking of the Spanish town of Portobello in 1668, which is a real historical event. You're such, you're so good at making baloney up, I gotta say. That's not baloney. I mean, the no, Captain Morgan sacking the Spanish town really happened in 1668. I'm saying, though, that like that's that's what I mean. That's why you're so good at it, because you use actual factual things that happened to tie in and you make it believable. It's a dead pirate's dream. You've been sucked back in time <laughs> to the age of pirates. You're not giving anything away, huh? It was meant to be based on a planned Disney pirate movie that never came out, mm -hmm. or it's a reenactment of Captain Morgan sacking the spanish town of portobello in 1668 i'm gonna uh, so i'm pretty sure i'm gonna get this one wrong i just i feel i feel it i feel it in my bones my 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 pirate bones that i'm Your gonna pirate get bones. that i'm gonna get this one wrong but i'm not going to pick c because you've given me too much information with a movie one no the 
based on the true events of blah 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 blah. That blah. was D. C was uh, oh. the pirate movie one. Okay, wait. So read them to me again and it's give a, me A. Tell me A, B, C. A, it's a dead pirate's dream. Okay. B, you've been sucked back in time to the age of pirates. Oh, see, I thought that was part of A. Oh, okay. Okay. A is a dead pirate's dream. <laughs> B, you've been sucked back in time to the age of pirates. C, it was meant to be based on a planned Disney pirate movie that never came out in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Or D, it's a reenactment of Captain Morgan sacking the Spanish town of Portobello in 1668. Okay, so I don't think it's that one because I think that you've given me too much information. And knowing you from your your two truths and a lie. Ah. (laughs) So Andy has two truths and a lie and his lie is all... Can I say it? Go ahead. His lie is... If you ever played this game, it's like getting to know you type game. Yeah. You come up with two things that are real. So whenever he gives his lie, he goes into this long, elaborate story about how when he was a kid, he was an extra in Star Wars and got to play an Ewok. Yeah, in Return of the Jedi, I was an Ewok. And I always tell people that I was the one that died. Remember? (laughs) Because that's the only one... That anyone remembers. Remembers. Other than Wicket, the main one. Everyone... uh, Yeah, remember the little Ewok that died? I was him. I was was like a little kid and I was in that costume. (laughs) Yeah, and And, people always believe me because you give... Shut the front door. Are you kidding me? You give them so much detail. And so I know you that when you give a lot of detail, it's usually... A lie. So detail sells the <laughs> lie. So which one is real here? So I don't think it's D. Um, so a dream. A dead pirate's dream. You've been sucked back in time to witness the pirate stuff going on, or it was meant to be based on a planned Disney pirate movie that never came out. Like it was going to be, you know, how a lot of rides here at Disney and Universal are based on movies. They said, we got this movie coming out. Let's make yeah. a pirate movie, pirate ride. And uh, oh, no, the movie's not coming out. Now we have a ride. I don't know. I, I think A and B are kind of lame, frankly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, But I don't think C's right either. So I'm going to go with A. A Dead Pirate's Dream? Yeah. That is 100% correct. <laughs> so this is really interesting. So I found this out. There's another podcast. What do you, wait, first of all, how's my logic, man? Your logic's great. You're very... I know you so well. <laughs> You're a regular Sherlock. But if, uh, yeah, I would have, I'm surely, I would surely have gotten it wrong if it wasn't for knowing you so well and how you lie. <laughs> I, for now on, I'm just going to stare straight ahead at my screen. I'm going to look at my laptop here. I'm not going to give you anything. I'm just yep. going to poker face it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a Disney historian by the name of Jim Corcus, and he's written some Disney books about Imagineering and uh, Disney history, Disney World theme park history. He interviewed some Imagineers for one of his books, and he got, you know, the spiel, the, the lowdown here. I listened to another podcast with this guy. It was called the Walt Disney World Radio Show, um, episode 747, Secrets and Stories You Never Knew About Pirates of the Caribbean. And the whole story here is um, you are a pirate experiencing his last, basically his life is flashing before his eyes before his death. death. Okay. The Disneyland version of this, um, if, you've watched, if you've never been on it, you can watch videos of it in YouTube. It's very It's similar to the one in Florida. There's... There's a little, it's longer, there's a little more going on. It looks better, honestly. But the very last scene you see is um, before they bring in Jack Sparrow, the stuff that they added. There's some pirates having like a shootout. And one pirate is there, he's, he's doing a shootout with some other pirates across the river. And they're sitting on like a bunch of dynamite. And the whole story is this pirate is seeing his life flash before his eyes, all of his pirate stuff. Yo-ho, yo-ho, the time we attacked the fort and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the cannons firing from the ship and all this stuff. And that last scene where the pirates are shooting at each other over the keg of dynamite is supposed to simula- uh, sim- symbolize the dynamite exploding 
and that's it. The ride's over. So he saw his whole life flash before his eyes as the dynamite goes off before the end of the... So the dynamite explodes? The dynamite doesn't explode because if you were the pirate dying, you wouldn't actually see the dynamite explode. You would just kind of be there and then everything would... Oh. Lights out, right? So that's him kind of seeing his life pass over his eyes before the end of the the ride. That blew me away. I could not believe that. But the time travel one is a very, very popular theory. A lot of people do think that's... That's sort of the fan theory. The Imagineers cleared up and said, no, it's actually a pirate's dream. He's seeing his life flash before his eyes because a lot of people think when you go on the ride, the first thing you see is the dead pirates. You see the skeletons. Mm-hmm. You see the the, yeah. the one hanging out in the ship during the hurricane. Right. And the ones. So you're sort of seeing the, you're seeing the current, the present day. You're seeing pirates dead on the beach. And then dead men tell no tales. You go down the waterfall, that's, which is kind of like a portal being sucked through time. And then you are back in time i think that makes sense too but if, according to the imagineers who designed the ride it's um, a dream it's a dream it's a pirate's a, a living you're a pirate living out his life flashing before his eyes yeah, b- before huh, uh interesting i i thought that was um amazing man uh, i'm amazingly I'm, interesting i'm knocking this out of the park today i'm never gonna ride that ride the same way twice uh the same way <laughs> the same way twice i'm never gonna see that ride what the same you way gonna again do? you're gonna ride it on, like on your yeah. head with <laughs> like doing a headstand I'm or never, something every time i go on it i'm gonna do a different thing it's kind of dark actually i mean there's it a lot of, there's dark. a lot of dark stuff behind dark, some disney yeah. stuff and that one's kind of kind of kind of creepy but i, I kind of dig it okay so jungle cruise the other iconic ride at adventureland mm-hmm uh, the Jungle Cruise was largely inspired by the 1951 movie The African Queen, your favorite movie with Humphrey Bogart and Katherine Hepburn, Shannon. Mm-hmm. Um, after the Disneyland ride opened, after it opened, it actually inspired Walt to do something else. It was inspired by a movie and then it inspired something else. Did it inspire Disney, Walt Disney to start planning Animal Kingdom as early as the 1960s? Did he decide to eventually open up a new Disney park in Florida because of that ride? Was he inspired to go and take an actual African safari or to open an elephant sanctuary in California? Hmm. Start planning Animal Kingdom, open a new Disney park in Florida, take an African safari, or to open an elephant sanctuary in California. The Jungle Cruise inspired... His know, own creation inspired him why. to do a, another creation. I don't know why I'm going to say this, but I'm going to say the elephant sanctuary. Uh, nope. I'm sorry. Okay. Then I'm going to say open a park in Florida. That's correct. Okay. So the story goes, and this <laughs> may be legend, this may be myth, but the story goes Walt was hanging around Disneyland in California, mm-hmm. and he was hanging out by the Jungle Cruise, and he saw some people coming through, and a little kid asked his mom, Mom, can we go on the Jungle Cruise? Can we go on the Jungle Cruise? And the mom said, no, we, we did that last time we were here. And Walt heard that and it was like, well, hang on a second here. If the people are already kind of getting tired of my park, I think I need to start thinking about other stuff. And so that, you know, overhearing that conversation between a couple of people, he inspired, it inspired him to just never be finished. He's got to keep adding new stuff to that park. So it had nothing to do with the, add swamps, new parks. the swamps of Florida reminding him of the Jungle Cruise. It did not. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Um, he did want to put real animals in that thing. Yeah. That they told him that's probably not a good idea because they're going to lay around sleeping all day and it won't be very exciting. So right. he, he went ahead and... Did fake animals. Put fake animals. And you know what I did learn? It's interesting. You know that scene where um, the where the elephant is like spraying water and it looks like you're going to get yeah. sprayed with water, but then you don't? Yeah. 
that ride's pretty low tech from what I understand. It's a lot of like air compression stuff that's moving the animals around. But there's a one that scene right there. There's a laser. You can't see it that goes across the water. And as soon as the front of the boat crosses the laser, it turns off that elephant. Ah. It's like a so the so that you don't get splashed. So you never get splashed. That's it looks like cool. you are, and then as soon as you get close enough, that elephant goes under. So huh, that's interesting. Yeah. We're learning stuff. We are. While we're quarantined. <laughs> um, Frontierland is the next land, right? We're going to go We're gonna th- go through Adventureland to Frontierland. Okay. Uh, Big Thunder Mountain. I know it's one of your favorite rides. I do like Big Th- Thunder Mountain Thunder a lot. Ma- Thunder Mountain's awesome. Uh, it was the landscape of Thunder Mountain was patterned after which U.S. national park? So the design. Okay. The way it looks was inspired by a real place. Mm-hmm. Was it Death Valley, California? Okay. Zion National Park in Utah. Okay. Bryce Canyon National Park in Utah. Okay. Or the Grand Canyon in Arizona. I'm going to say Bryce Canyon. That is correct. I think I knew that. If I think you, I heard that. If you look at a picture of Bryce Canyon, um, looks it, just like it looks thunder. exactly like it. It's just perfect, you know, recreation of the That's cool. The plateaus and stuff. The what I thought was super interesting though was actual real dinosaur fossils and lots of dinosaur fossils have been uh, discovered and dug out from that area so really? you know that's that scene where you are yeah, come around the corner the, the and you go th- through the dinosaur bones yeah. that was they, that wasn't just put there because they thought it'd be fun to go through the dinosaur bones that's kind of based on truth a little bit that's cool that there's dinosaur bones found in bryce canyon there's dinosaur bones there's dinosaur bones there and oh yeah i'm just i just pulled up a picture of bryce canyon and it looks just like big thunder mountain and if you google bryce canyon dinosaur bones you'll see dinosaur bones although they don't look anything like the ones the one that's in the ride is pretty dramatically overstated well the one in the ride reminds me of like fred flintstone you know that kind of thing. right it's like cartoony dinosaur bones yeah exactly. bronto burger type stuff (laughs) right exactly all right splash mountain you're a big fan of splash mountain right shannon i do like splash mountain I didn't used to, but I like it better now. You never used to like the drop, right? Right. But I'm learning to embrace my drops. We've talked about that, and I'm I'm, I'm embracing them now. Splash Mountain was not the original name. So b- despite them having a Thunder Mountain mm-hmm. and a Space Mountain, Splash Mountain seems like it would be like the natural, right? But that wasn't originally the name. Okay. The original name that they're working with here was going to be called what? Briar Patch Falls, Br'er Rabbit Rapids, Waterfall Mountain... Or Zippity D River Run. Zippity D. Zippity River Run, Waterfall Mountain, Brer Rabbit, Brer Rabbit Rapids, or Briar Patch Falls. Brer Rabbit Rapids sounds like quite the tongue twister, I have to say. I have tripped on it twice <laughs> while doing Br'er this. Brer Rabbit Rapids. Brer Rabbit Rapids. Well, there's Briar not really Patch any Falls. rapids in it. Um, Waterfall Mountain or Zippity D River Run. What was the first one again? Briar Patch Falls. I have no idea. He throws you into the Briar Patch at the end. I know. Bray Rabbit is the, like the main star of the show. Waterfall Mountain. It's a waterfall. It's yeah. a mountain. <laughs> it fits the right. naming convention or Zippity D River Run, which is the song they sing at the end of the ride. Uh huh. They all kind of make sense, right? Yeah, I mean, it could really any be any one of them, but I'm gonna go with. Um, I don't know. I'm going to go with Zippity-Dee-Dee-Dee. That's correct. It was going to be called Zippity River Run. <laughs> it was changed to Splash Mountain for the stupidest because, reason of all time. Because Zippity-Dee is a stupid name. <laughs> it is a stupid name. And it's based on a movie that they don't even, that Disney has like completely. Completely like pretended like pretended it doesn't exist. Pretended it doesn't exist. exist. It's, yeah. I love that this movie, it's just a 
cover their eyes and their ears and la 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 that movie's not real doesn't right. exist but they have this huge theme park attraction based on this movie they've tried to completely bury um it was changed for the stupidest this is the the stupidest thing you're ever going to hear shannon okay um, i'm ready michael eisner at the time thought that calling it splash mountain would be a great way to cross promote the movie splash the 1980s tom hanks uh, mermaid movie oh geez because disney owned that movie like one of their i don't know the studio that did that but it was yep. like their subsidiary or whatever right they thought that by calling it splash mountain they could cross promote that movie that too. is a dumb dumb reason but i like the name splash mountain way better than zippity whatever zippity do river run <laughs> the the name the whole idea behind cross promoting the mermaid movie died like that was like like no that's a dumb idea but the name splash mountain kind of works so we'll yeah. call it that right all right so we're gonna go on to liberty square okay we're, we're continuing on uh to keep with historical accuracy liberty square is the only themed land in all of disney world to not have any what you might know this one bathrooms you're not even gonna let me read <laughs> the, the multiple choice <laughs> Okay. Bathrooms. You're right. And there's a river of poop that runs through it. You know all about this. <laughs> That's right. So Liberty Square technically has no bathrooms. There was no bathrooms back in the colonial days. Right. Everybody pooped in a pan and threw it out the window. So when you're at Liberty Square, <laughs> you will see there's no bathrooms. Right. No, And there's this brown trail that runs through the middle of the land. It's, it's I mean, it's, it's not anything bad it's it just, just looks like a brown it's like trail the, the the tile not it's not tile but the the pavers the pavement that they or whatever use, yeah yeah is a different color than it was it, actually created like that on purpose to, to symbolize to symbolize a river of poop and feces and whatever else is been yeah. thrown out the windows Waste. from a bedpan and yeah. it's trickling down the street they spared no uh <laughs> they no, wanted to be they wanted historically to be historically accurate. accurate. Now, I know some may be saying, but wait, there's bathrooms there. There's bathrooms inside of the Columbia Harbor House and the Liberty Tree Tavern, which is true. But the bathrooms there are situated in a way that they're not technically, technically in Liberty Square. They went through this weird loophole. The one inside the Liberty Tree Tavern, uh, Columbia Harbor House, is actually the bathroom itself is actually located in Fantasyland. Like if you were really literal and looked at the borders. Okay. And the one in Liberty Tree Tavern, I think, is actually like in the center. It's like near the, or it might be actually in Frontierland. Okay. Um. Yeah. Wow. You you knew that one. I knew that one. True or false? Okay. Staying in Liberty Square. Okay. There are only two places in the United States where an official presidential seal exists: hmm. Washington D.C. and the Magic Kingdom uh, at the Hall of Presidents ride show, rather. Is that true or false? They're the only two places where the actual official presidential seal exists is the DC and the Magic Kingdom. I feel like that's false. Why? Because um, I feel like every time the the president does a press conference, he has his presidential seal probably on the podium in front of him. And like, I don't know. This is actually true. Other than the presidential ones, the ones that are used for actual presidential use... Uh, the only other one that's real official, and it was, and it actually took an actual literal act of Congress to allow it. They actually passed a really act of Congress to allow Disney World to use the official presidential so seal. So you're there. saying that every other presidential seal, it's not just in D.C. Uh, there's, it's I think there's one on the Air Force One associated with the, the president. Yeah, the only okay. one that's not associated. with I feel like with the your question wasn't a, a, like worded very well. Um, not to you know give you negative feedback would you like to do on, this next time on the air but... would you like to do this 
<laughs> you're welcome to. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I like it when you I do think you're trivia. doing great. <laughs> Thank you. We only have a couple more, honey. Okay. Honey. Did I just call you honey? It's on okay. Podcast? It's okay. I think everyone knows that we're married. <laughs> At least, you know, being quarantined together, we're not getting on each other's nerves too bad. That's good to say, right? We're, that's, well, you did just speaks, say, would you like to do this Would next you time? like to do this? <laughs> that's just, you know, what couples do. <laughs> fantasy land it's like the equivalent of you know don't make me pull this car over (laughs) i've done that a few times um let's go to fantasy land now okay the next land in the park which uh maybe you consider the most iconic land would you consider the fantasy land the most iconic or the one if you were to just magic imagine magic kingdom i mean the magic kingdom is very much like about princesses and fairy tales and fantasy land is kind of like the you know embodiment of that it's the one that i think so, people pops in people's mind right when they think of the magic kingdom um so fantasy land features <laughs> the oldest ride in the park the oldest ride in the park is in fantasy land still there still running today okay dumbo the flying elephant it's a small world oh is this the question this is the question oh yeah what is the <laughs> oldest ride in the park okay okay dumbo the flying elephant uh-huh. it's a small world mm-hmm. the mad tea party or the Prince Charming Regal Carousel. Um, Dumbo, Small World, Teacups, so or the which Carousel. W- you're saying like, because I know a couple of these were like opening day attractions. All of them were opening day attractions. So this is where you have to start thinking outside the box. So I'm confused. If they're all opening day attractions, what do you mean like the oldest in the park? The ride itself is older than the park. Oh, oh, so it, it, okay. So wait, what were they again? Dumbo. It's a small world, mad tea party, the teacups, uh-huh. or the carousel. Carousel of progress. No, not the carousel. That's in Tomorrowland. We're in Fantasyland. Oh, oh, right, the, right, right. You know the horse carousel. The oh, 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 gosh, gotcha. Okay. Merry-go-round, um, people call it. Merry-go-round, but, right? But, uh, the carousel. They call it the Prince Charming Regal Carousel. Um. They were all opening well, day it, attractions. If it if it had a life prior, then I feel like it has to be the carousel. Because carousels can be moved, and I mean, I guess the teacup could maybe be moved, but Small World definitely couldn't be moved. Small World was a attraction at the 1964 World's Fair before it was a Disneyland ride. Did you know that? Um, that was a standalone attraction before so it became a theme that's park the ride. Answer? I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to steer you in one direction <laughs> or not true. again. Um. What was the fourth one again? The carousel, the merry-go-round. No, I know, but I'm I'm sorry. The small world, teacups, Dumbo. Dumbo. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna stick with carousel. That is right. Yeah. The carousel, the the Prince Charming Regal Carousel. That carousel was actually built in 1917. Oh, jeez. It was built by the Philadelphia Toboggan Company in 1917. It was known as the Liberty Carousel at a completely different park. It was it ran for uh. In 1917, at Belle Isle Park in Detroit, Michigan. Wow! Then I it was moved. They, like completely, like rebuilt it. They, basically. I'm sure it's been rehabbed <laughs> several times. It was moved to Olympic Park in Irvington, New Jersey, and then in 1967, Walt Disney bought it to hmm. move it to the Magic Kingdom. So cool! That thing is over 100 years old. I feel like have I only missed one? Which one did you miss? The Presidential Seal one you missed. I know that. Oh, okay. I missed that one, and then I missed. I think I missed the other True and False one. I think I've missed two or three, but still, that's not bad. I got one. I got a couple more. I got, okay. one, I got one more fantasy land here for you. Okay. In 2012, I like to preface these with like a big long. Uh, I know. 
I know you like build that. up. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> in 2012, the Magic Kingdom opened the new Fantasyland with expanded space and new attractions. One of the most controversial changes that kind of ticked a lot of people off. Wait, what year? 2012 is when the okay. new Fantasyland opened. Um, okay. Remember, it went that long, yeah, soft yeah, yeah. open period mm-hmm. before. Um, Got it. Seven Dwarves was open. One of the most controversial changes was closing down Snow White's Scary Adventure. People loved that ride, and they and they replaced it with its spiritual successor in Seven Dwarves' Mind Train. So they closed the old Snow White ride. They put in the new Snow White ride. Mm-hmm. What way does the current ride pay homage to the old one? Okay. It uses the same audio animatronic figures. They connect. They converted the old mine trains into roller coaster cars. They recycled all the steel from the old ride to build the new one, or the queue line is full of props and pieces kept from the old ride. I'm going to go with that one. The queue line is full of old props? Yeah. That is wrong. Uh Uh-oh. Is it melted down thing? It's not the melted down thing. Okay, then I have no idea. It's the first one. They the audio animatronics. You know that last scene where you go through and you see the witch and you see oh, all of them. Oh yeah. They took the old characters and they just kind of rehabbed them, cleaned them up, made them look a little more modernized, really? and they put them in the new ride. So that's cool. Those animatronics are the same ones from the old Snow White ride huh. that was right across the way. That's so awesome. They kept them in I there. I had no idea. They recycled them. I like that because that was sort of like the spirit of the ride. The old anim- the, the characters. And you it's take very green them of them too. And you move to them reuse. over. Yeah, uh, we'll go there. We'll go that way. You know what? You know what? Little fun fact I found out about this. What's that? I couldn't figure out a way to word to make a question out of this, but it was about Small World. Okay. Um, small world original. A lot of these, I like hearing about how things started in, in, yeah. in as one concept and they changed. Small world, the original concept did not include that song. The original idea, and this is wild to think of this. If this was real, the ride would have been closed down within a year. Okay. Didn't have that small world song. It was going to be just a cacophony of national anthems. So as you're going oh around, God. every little doll is singing their own national anthem. So you'll hear "Oh Canada" and then well, it kind of goes through like "Star Spangled Banner" and "God Save <laughs> the mean, Queen" or whatever, each, all over, all together. Each section though is kind of, I mean, it's kind of separated, you know. So like you, it's not like you would be hearing "Oh Canada" and the national anthem at the same time like you're kind of going through the canada section and then you kind of transition into the you know what i'm but saying they're so, so they're so close together yeah, as soon as you walk it in would there probably be they said they they tried it and it was just too, too much, much to take yeah. in and so they hired uh the sherman brothers these are a couple of disney writers who wrote a lot of the classic songs super califragilistic and wonderful thing about tiggers so they and they wrote hired the, a small and, world and they wrote a that? small world yeah uh they there's so this can't be proven really, but they speculate or theorize, I guess, that Small World is probably the most played song ever in the history of Earth because... Well, it's played every five seconds on that. Well, it's played... Ride. <laughs> constantly on that ride in a never-ending loop, but that ride exists in every single Disney park. So in California, it's playing. It's playing in Florida. It's yeah. playing in Europe. So at one time... Except right now, it's not playing. Oh, no. Oh, you're right. Really it's sad. not playing right now. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah. It stopped playing. But I mean, it didn't doesn't play at night. You right. Know, when you go to bed either. But it's so. constantly playing. Yeah. As long as the world is in a normal That's state crazy. of normalcy. Yeah. It's playing somewhere on earth. That song's playing on a never ending loop. So pretty hmm. wild. Except wow. right now, you just made me sad. I'm sorry. Can you play it for me right now? Go play it so I no. keep it alive. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go to Tomorrowland. Forgetting Small World. Okay. Tomorrowland features. The first ride to open at Magic Kingdom before a version of it was built at Disneyland. So most of the rides at Magic Kingdom were kind of like a copy of the Disneyland version. 
park is bigger, but they took all the stuff that's there. Yeah. This ride was the first ride that we Florida Floridians got first. Okay. Was it the Astro Orbiter, Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin, Mission to Mars, which is an old defunct ride now, which is where uh, Stitch was, or Space Mountain? Astro Orbiter, Buzz Lightyear, Mission to Mars, or Space Mountain? Which one did we get before California's Disneyland? Um, for some reason, I want to say Space Mountain. Is that your final answer? Yeah. You're right. <laughs> we got it here in uh, January 1975. Uh, Disneyland got their version in 1977. Their version is different. Their yeah, one you sit is. side it's by like side. It's like steampunky. Right? The, uh, the steampunk one is the France one. That one oh. looks gr- looks incredible. That one looks like the best yeah, one. Yeah, that's very cool looking. Theirs is like you. Theirs is more of a traditional roller coaster where you sit side by side, where ours is you sit in a row. Yeah. Um, even though we did get it first, it was kind of conceived as like a space sci-fi version of the Matterhorn bobsleds, which is similar the way mm-hmm. you sit, you ride, and gotcha. That thing was uh, built out there in 1959, so. Hmm. It took a while till we got one here. And it was actually the world's first indoor roller coaster. I did not know that. That's that was cool. the very first world's first indoor roller coaster. Um, what is Space Mountain's top speed? Staying on staying on Space Mountain. Okay. Is it 28 miles an hour, 38 miles an hour, 48 miles an hour, or 58 miles an hour? What's the top speed of oh, Space gosh. Mountain? I feel like it's slower than you think because it's dark and... You can't see, so like I feel like you would feel like you're going a lot faster than you actually are. Yeah, because are. you can't see anything. Right. You're just feeling the vibration. Um, 28, 38, 48, or 58? I'm going to go with 38. 38 miles an hour. The correct answer is A, 28. Oh, wow. I almost said so, 28. Space Mountain is actually, of all the theme park, <laughs> of all the thrill rides there, Big Thunder Mountain, it's actually the second slowest one. Uh, the only ride, Thunder Mountain goes up to 30, Splash Mountain goes 40 at the drop, uh-huh. uh, Seven Dwarves Mine Train gets up to 34, and only the Barnstormer is slower at 25 <laughs> miles an hour. <laughs> wow. So some of you guys were trashing on that YouTube video for <laughs> ranking st- uh, Space Mountain so high. You maybe you had a point. You may have a point. Because <laughs> it's all in your mind how fast you're going. It's just, That's interesting. You're just go- like you said, you're going slow through the dark, and it, yeah. feels, it feels like you're just whipping along, but you're really not. Yeah. But 28 miles an hour in that little thing getting whipped around a corner. I mean, that's you feel it definitely, oh, but sure. it's not it's no uh it's no Mako at SeaWorld. How I mean, about it that? feels like you're I mean, it's basically you you're in like a little tin box right. moving 28 miles getting an hour. Getting banged around. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Final question for you. Okay. This is going to wrap up our, our our trivia episode. This is a good good episode. Um staying in Fantasyland. So Fantasyland Sorry, did I say Fantasyland Tomorrowland? Oh, okay. Um, Tomorrowland is the home of what was probably, arguably, the most forgotten about attraction. This is a lost attraction that a lot of people probably completely just wiped from their memory. They don't even remember this thing existing. Okay. It existed where Buzz Lightyear is now. Okay. And it was um, a similar ride, like it was an Omni Mover. You sat in an Omni Mover and you and you go and you looked at stuff. Okay. Basically, Buzz Lightyear is just they reskinned this ride yeah. and put guns on it. Was the name? It was a travel and airline sponsored attractions, travel themed and airline sponsored attraction that Buzz okay. replaced. Was it called Adventures by American Airlines, Delta Dream Flight, Southwest's Sky Flyer, or United's Around the World? I'm gonna go with the first one. Adventures by American Airlines. Yeah. It was the Delta Dream Flight. 
Do you remember this? <laughs> no, not at all. What's funny, okay, so it used to be called If You Had Wings, and it had this song, If You Had Wings, and you went around <laughs> and you saw travel stuff. It was like, a, it, it used to be Eastern Airlines, If You Had Wings, and then okay. Eastern Airlines went out of business, so they changed to the Delta Dream flight. And it felt, I do remember, I remember that song. I remember the, I don't remember Delta Dream Flight so much. Maybe I, maybe I do. But I remember the If You Had Wings song. Okay. And it felt like a ride that probably belonged at Epcot. Like you went and, lo- yeah. and you looked at travel stuff. It seems like stuff. it would be, yeah. It was a giant commercial for Delta Airlines and all the places that they can take you. Right. And, and they would show you just travel destinations and videos and funny stuff. But, um. That's funny. That, I don't remember that at all. That was closed in 1998 for Buzz Lightyear. And it's like, I barely remember it too 98 98 doesn't that wasn't that long ago i feel like i mean it was a while ago 20 years ago 21 years ago now but it doesn't yeah i know man it doesn't feel that long 1998 does not feel that long ago no but in night it um it went away in 98 to make room for buzz and uh delta dream flight look Mm -hmm. up videos of this on youtube especially if you had wings version of it because that's when you hear that song if you been to the Magic Kingdom as a kid, maybe the 80s when, when you it was will then. You will remember it. You'll hear that song and it's strangely familiar. You're like, oh, huh. wait, I remember I'll this. Have to do, I'll have to do that. Yeah, even though the ride has just been completely just wiped from everybody's imagination. <laughs> I don't remember if anybody, I mean, I don't remember that time. I wasn't paying that close attention then, but if, if did anybody even like raise a fuss when they closed it? You know, now <laughs> if you ra- if any ride closes, people, there's yeah. always someone who's right, going to raise right, a fuss right. about their nostalgic well, memories being now ruined. there's a, like a, a forum for people to out be outraged you know online the, right. before you just didn't hear about it well, the you internet know? was around in 98 but it wasn't like it is now people no, there wasn't it yeah. was yeah no, there wasn't a twitter for people to hashtag like save Delta dream flight it was like you know you had to type in hashtag games or, or backslash games to get to games yes. and stuff there was no it was definitely a different world there was no social media to yeah. get to get mad about well this your... was fun hon thank you so much for putting together a another fun-filled trivia. trivia episode i feel like i did pretty well you did pretty good i think we i, I learned some cool stuff doing this i, I, I love the history of uh yeah this type of stuff and um and hopefully it took your mind off of a few things yeah and we're gonna aim to maybe do that again next week hopefully we'll be getting back to the enjoying this stuff for real pretty Very soon. soon so yes the next couple episodes maybe like this we may come up with some new fun interesting little ways to pass the time in the meantime though safe safe guys and have a good one bye-bye thanks for listening and if you like this podcast please support us by giving us a review on apple podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family you can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Our handle is at Florida Podcast and search Sunshine State of Mind on YouTube. Another way to support the show is by visiting our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com, and clicking through the button that says support the show with Amazon. If you click through that link and just make your normal purchases, Amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you. Or click the link that says become a patron. It's a more direct way that you can support the show. And don't forget to check out sunshinestateinsider.com and sunshinestateshirts.com. We will see you guys next time. 